Justin. I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category, Category Is. Yeah, how have you been? I've been good. Uh, you know, just enjoying life in this cold-ass weather. Mm. The temperature's totally, totally dropped. It did, yeah. So, um, um, but I do like the cold. You know, I'm, I'm one mm-hmm. of those snow Negroes. Mm. I, I like the cold weather. I enjoy the cold, but not, like, too cold. Mm-hmm. I don't really enjoy the hot because I feel like there's only so much you can take off. Right. But if it's cold, you can like layer up and like, like cute scarves and shit. Yeah. And boots. It's yeah. cute. Turn the heat on and mm-hmm. just like lay up. Again, I also like that there's like less people out and about. Yeah, the city is really quiet. And it's like, you know, manageable. Mm-hmm. And people go in their house. And mm-hmm. I don't let the cold stop me. I still get out here in these streets. You know <laughs> me, stay eat, ripping and running. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't do the precipitation in the winter. That's what I don't like. The snow? No. Um, I like the snow, but like again, not City too much. Snow is dirty. Yeah. Well, it is, but it has to like snow just enough to like get that feeling and then I want it to like melt immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Take a few pictures mm-hmm. and then go away. So what have you been up to since we last recorded? Not much really, just work. Um I had that big presentation like last week. Uh-huh. So that took up like a lot of my time mm-hmm. and then just catching up like for all the stuff that I had to like push off right. to do that. And then this weekend, so doing the house stuff, still getting that situated. And then two of my friends came into town. So on Saturday, uh, one of my friends from college came into town. And so we like, like caught up, had drinks, um, gave him a tour of the house. Um, Did I get no tour? <laughs> Rude. Well, one day. And then that was pretty much it. Like we hadn't seen each other in like a, Probably about a year, but mm-hmm. a lot has happened in that year. Aww. And so we just had to like really, really catch up. So we had, we started dinner at like eight and then we were there until after midnight. Like the restaurant was like shutting down. Rude. They was like flickering the lights. <laughs> they like, you know how they go around and it's like, they took all the candles off the tables. They took all the silverware. They took all the menus. A mess. They started sliding the chairs like up against the wall. I was like, okay, it's time to go. Wow. Yeah. So that was good to see him. Uh, and then on Sunday, my friend Jennifer came into town she was here for a baby shower mm-hmm. and then we kind of just had brunch um on sunday before she headed back Aww. down to merlin merlin and then um like i also hadn't seen her in like a year wow and then but you know what that's always the best like those friends where you don't gotta like talk to them all the time and you like, no, we talk them. all the time we just don't see each other but right like even but when you see them you kind of mm-hmm. just pick up yeah where you left off mm-hmm. oh that's good yeah so she came time. um we had some good friend time and like caught up and just talked about all the life that's going on and she and i actually we've been friends since probably like 1994 oh wow yeah like we um this was like back when uh you had to get those aol cds from like the grocery store oh my god or like walmart <laughs> and you get like 100 hours uh-huh. and um we met in like in some chat, chat room <laughs> some like teen chat room or something and we just we were underage but we were in a teen chat room oh god and we were just mm. like um asl <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not quite and we just like started chatting i think she actually started talking to my brother first my older brother and oh. then then um she and I just started talking and we just been friends like all through college. Like, um, I just, she's a, from Chicago and I did a summer program one there Aww. and we like met and we got lost in Chinatown. <laughs> Mess. And that was like an experience, but yeah, we've just been really good friends since then. So it was good to see her and catch up and, and Kiki. How you been? I've been good. I had a pretty low key weekend. Um, was supposed to go to like a Friendsgiving party, but another one. Another one, um, but I overslept. It's hard for me to do nighttime events, wow. especially when they get started after dinner time. Friendsgiving should be like this function three should be starting o'clock. at like eight. No, Mm-mm. I have this non-productive cough. Yeah, um, <laughs> I sound like you. I kind of feel like in my head I sound like Lindsay Lohan, though. It sounds very sexy and raspy. Uh, no, you sound like you smoked a pack of Marlboro. Lights. <laughs> <laughs> I like it though. Oh, okay. It's like you know, quiet storm. <laughs> no thanks. But um, yeah, I I began watching The Crown. You know, this weekend, so that's like been my highlight. I was gonna start watching that, and then so I get on Netflix, and then like Olivia Coleman, her face pops up, and I'm just like, I I, I just can't. So I was I reading about it because I'm not familiar with her. 
Yeah. But she was allegedly on that show Fleabag. Have you watched it? No. I okay. Yeah, I'm not featuring the cast either. I do like Helena Bonham Carter. No, I... She's carrying the show, and she, she's I, playing my favorite character. But Princess Margaret, I feel like... She's interesting, but I don't think that Helena can do it because she also has like a nuance to being Princess Morgan. I think that I can only see Helena Bonham Carter as Bellatrix Lestrange from Harry Potter. Oh, Remember the crazy, like batshit crazy um, witch? No, I stopped watching the Harry Potter movies. Well, she after like the Cauldron of Fire or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but she's a mess, and I I just can't separate her from that. So I liked her and Sweeney Todd. And she, she was, was still, a lover of the demon barber of Fleet but, Street, but it's yeah, always but she quirky. She was still playing like a quirky, weird character. And that's also who she is yeah. in like real life. But I feel like this is giving her the chance to kind of flex and be mm-hmm. like that more refined character. But I do, I must say though, that I'm um, like, there was some a few flashback scenes mm-hmm. of Margaret as like a, a tween, okay. if you will. And whoever they cast the little girl as uh-huh. looks just like the Margaret from season one, the adult, like yeah. twenty year old, uh-huh. you know, in her early twenties. Yeah. And um, Margaret was gorgeous, and Helena's just not. not. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna say that she's not, but but I mean, if, if you're looking for consistency throughout the seasons and some kind of um, continuity, yeah. she doesn't give me what the first um, Princess Margaret gave. Right. Like she was. Well, neither like, does Philip. <laughs> and not a, none of them. <laughs> well, Philip is um, the actor. He was on Game of Thrones, and his character on Game of Thrones, I, I can't, sep- I couldn't separate him oh. in the crown either. Because when I look at him, I see his Game of Thrones character, right? And it's just like, <sighs> I, that, that, I mean, that happens. I mean, what has Sarah Jessica Parker done since playing Carrie Bradshaw? She's in divorce, but she's playing. But no one watches Carrie. that. <laughs> but she's playing <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw. Right, again. you get typecast yeah. when you're into like those really big successful mm-hmm. projects. But if you look at like the real Prince Philip, mm-hmm. Ed Muratelli is not the same. That's the guy who. That's oh. the character from Game of Thrones. But they're just so different, and like that actor, I don't think he could play Prince Philip. The actor for season three of The Crown. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah, I'm not convinced. Yeah. Like, the the Prince Philip from the first two seasons. Right. I got that. I got it, too. Because he was in... And he was in Doctor Who, so, you know, that's kind of a different character, too. But I I got that presence, like, mm-hmm. from... And it's hard because they're playing real life people, right? Yes, that's another thing too. But I will say Princess Anne this season okay. is pretty spot on. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. now, like, this is the first we really see her. As adults, because they were right. in the previous seasons that they were right. young. They had a speaking roles. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they're just, like, standing there. Oh, and then you know um, Princess Diana is coming. I know. I'm really excited to see yeah. that. I think she's not going to come till season four, though. Is she coming later in season three? I believe she's coming in season four. Mm-hmm. And I think they're also going to have Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, they have to because right. time period. Oh, I feel like your anglophileness is rubbing off on me. Yeah, and I think that's <laughs> probably why I just can't. I can't see it for season three because, <laughs> like, I know how so much about it. That's right. just like, mm, mm. well, you know, I'm, I'm, I got family that goes back from England too. Okay, well, from Wales, you know, I'm <laughs> Catherine Zeta Jones fish. <laughs> All right, well, let's hop into the rest of this show this week. It's time for what you're drinking. So tonight we have. It's essentially a margarita. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pour me up some more if you okay. don't mind. Uh, fill me up too. And so it's basically um, tequila, mm-hmm. lime juice, um, triple sec, and we added a bit of Campari. Yeah. I like it. You added the right amount of Campari because Campari can be a little strong, strong and, yeah, bitter. and bitter. Yeah. But this is like a good. It's an, um, a good seasonal or holiday mm-hmm. margarita, if you will. <laughs> we constantly feature margaritas on the show. Because I love tequila. Me too. So much. It gets me loose. <laughs> but also contained. Well, you never know. Oh, true. <laughs> but I, I mean, I like a margarita. Yeah. But this is tasty. This is a, our second successful cocktail mm-hmm. of the season. We've been whining y'all out. Yeah. Oh. This is good. This is really tasty. Cheers. Cheers. Toast. Let's, Bravo to you. Uh, okay. You always found an opportunity <laughs> to get, bring Mariah Carey into this. Uh, let's hop into category, category is. is. All right. So our first category of the week is something about Monique and Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can Monique just sit the fuck down? Basically. Girl, go somewhere, girl. Get off Twitter. Uh, she's almost as bad as the black mother from, um, like, the black, black one, not the light-skinned black one from... 
Full, I'm not Full House. Oh my Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. The first one. The first <laughs> Amviv. Amviv, your first Amviv. Jenna I, Huber. I love her though. And I feel like she's a bit more justified than Monique. But I'm she's like, still reaching hard. Well, I mean, we don't know what went on in that room. But Monique is giving me very much Janet Huber. Not not to me. They just like replaced her, like in between with seasons. the light skinned lady. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> and you got a light skinned bitch. So we don't know like what went on behind the scenes right. or like what was going on at that table. But anyway, Monique, we know her as the comedian. She was on the Parkers, mm-hmm. Academy Award winner for Precious. Mm-hmm. She played the mom in that. Um, she claimed she was blackballed because she wasn't at the promoting, Oscars. yeah, because she wasn't promoting but she won. the movie the way she should have been. And so they say, you know, it's like a, it's like a game and like politics and stuff. Right. I mean, there's the Oscars campaign, if you will. Yeah. So like, yeah. like for example, Lupita Nyong'o mm-hmm. played the Oscars game. She was at every press junkie. Mm-hmm. She was at Sundance. She was at Toronto Film Festival. Mm-hmm. She's doing the circuit. Yeah. Drumming up business for the film. Yeah. Also, you know, highlighting herself and her profile. Right. And, you know, ended up actually winning. But yeah. I'm confused because Monique still won. Yeah, that's the thing, too. Because it's like, so it's kind of her argument's counterintuitive yeah. to me. Or yeah. doesn't really make sense It doesn't make sense. Because you still won without doing all that. But yeah. then afterwards, I think it was things afterwards. Like, she didn't want to... She just wasn't promoting the movie mm-hmm. the way that, like, Lee Daniels and right. the other, you know... So the industry was going to make sure that she would never be billed as Academy Award winner Monique again on any future features. <laughs> right. <laughs> but just, what has she done since? Nothing. And th- because she said she, after that, because she didn't play the game, right. that she was blackballed. And then, you know, she brought in, like... Um, Tyler Perry and Oprah Winfrey and saying that, you know, the and Lee Daniels saying that these three black people, you know, led the these two gay men and that woman. Well, led, you know, <laughs> the campaign to get her blackballed and blacklisted in Hollywood. And so fast forward to today or recently, I should, I should say, and Netflix in January of uh, 2018 they all, they made an offer to her okay. like hey Monique we know you're on hard times girl we gonna throw you a little piece of change you can do this comedy special they offered her five hundred thousand dollars right which was double what they offered Wanda Sykes yes boop Monique felt like they lowballed her and she's worth more than that because she got you know she was queens of comedy she has an Oscar I mean, that was in 1992. she feels like she was owed a lot more and she could command a lot higher price than that but netflix said no ma'am you can take it or leave it and she chose to leave it okay well then that's her choice yeah she said that um, she hasn't done stand-up since the days of bet comic view uh queens of comedy is after that i think okay but But i mean that was like what maybe 98 it was a long time ago i mean it was a long time two decades now sis and so she said that amy schumer who i do not find funny but white no. people do. I don't think she's funny either. I hate self-deprecation as a form of comedy. No, you comedy. don't. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, not personally. Okay. I, self, I do self-deprecation all the time. Yeah. It can make you seem relatable. Yeah, but if that's all you got, all like, you do. girl. Because all she does is talk about being a fat white girl. Right. Kind of like Lena Dunham. I don't feature her either. Right. <laughs> but Like, didn't she get mad? Or Lena Dunham got mad because, like... Um, Odell Beckham Jr. was flirting with some other girl at the table and not her. <laughs> like, really? Like, yeah, it's like, are you that fragile, sis? Apparently. Ugh. Amy got offered, I think, like $13 million Oh, wow. To do a comedy special on Netflix. Um, actually, it was $11 million, I'm sorry. Okay. So, she still ain't that funny. <laughs> uh, again, white people. Actually, Chris Rock was offered $40 million for his. Oh, okay. Dave Chappelle got $60 million for his. It was not that funny. I watched it. Um, it was funny to like a point, right? And then once he started with like the gay shows, yeah, the, then I was yeah. like, okay, no. But I mean, it's Dave Chappelle. Ellen got offered twenty million, and then Ricky Gervais got offered forty million. So I like stand up. Uh huh. I really do. I because in my mind, I feel like I'd be an awesome stand up comedian. Really? People think I'm funny for some reason, mm-hmm. but I did watch the comedy special with Ali Wong. I don't like her. I think she's hilarious. She stay pregnant. She need an IUD or something. <laughs> she had a cute little movie on Netflix. I also watched the one with Whitney Cummings. 
I thought she was funny. I like to watch the up and coming women. I like women co- comedians. Okay. And I watched the whole Tiffany Haddish special. No thanks. With the um oh like, with Flame with Flame Monroe yes, yes. on there. Flame Monroe wasn't that funny though. I like Flame. I like Flame too. She was in. Con- what? Flame confuses me because I don't know his her their pronouns. He she we. Oh, she go by it all. Because mm-hmm. she'd be like, my dick this. And I'm like, it's confusing. I'm, actually, I was watching it the other day with my mom. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, I'm so confused. Can you please explain this to me? Oh, wow. <laughs> and it was like really, really crazy. But it's funny. She was on The Breakfast Club recently. Yeah, too. we were watching She's that. Cute. Yeah. I like playing. But back to Monique. You know but in, Yeah. So anyway, Monique is saying that, you know, Netflix has an issue with black women. They offered um, them much less than... They offered the white comedians or the male comedians. Well, that's and I'm across just like, the board, sis. That's at that's 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 your dental hygienist. But this hygienist. is the thing. That's at your uh, teacher, your school, your law but office. this is the thing. They make you offer. You don't have to accept it. Right. Walk away from the table like Wanda Sykes did. I believe even... Um, no, Wanda Sykes actually accepted the offer. <laughs> she did. She did? Yeah. I mean, Wanda got bills. <laughs> she, she got, got kids, kids to feed. feed. She got a French wife. I know. <laughs> she, you know, ain't turning down no check, which is fine. Right. But I believe, Tish, did Tiffany Haddish turn down hers? I think she turned it down, but she parlayed it into, into the... the um, they ready. They ready she where she would, yeah. presented other women, which again is a way of giving back. Right. right. Now you gave six other women of color mm-hmm. a platform. Right. But that's you don't have I mean, she to, still got a cute coin, but she gave like she didn't have to write no joke. But also right. Tiffany Haddish is not a stand up comedian. And she ain't clear. ready. She's a character actress. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She ain't ready. Yeah. She don't do stand up. Right. Because stand up is very different than like acting acting. acting. Only yeah. person I know who can actress. do both really well is Eddie Murphy. But even he's, I think well, he's more of an actor than a stand-up mm-hmm, comedian. Mm-hmm. I would say he's like somewhere between 60-40 actor comedian stand-up, you know, to 70, you know, to 70-30. Okay. Well, so your math ain't adding up. My math is good. Okay. <laughs> but Monique, girl, let it go. Like you've been playing this victim card for I don't even know when Pressures came out, but a long time. And it's just time to let it go. Like, you're not worth what you think you are. And the industry is letting you know that. Just get right, over from it. an industry perspective, yeah. not an inherent human perspective. Right, right. But I think, and also, she missed the time to capitalize on that Oscar buzz. I right. feel like you have maybe a five-year window after winning an Oscar to really capitalize on it. Like Lupita well, Nyong'o is like, it's she. She can. She will always be Oscar award winner Lupita Nyong'o. Mm-hmm. But like to like really capitalize on it. I mean, mm-hmm. now she's selling children's books. I mean. <laughs> You got to kind of like pivot the career. And she did. She narrated that documentary on National, National Geographic. Geographic. Yeah, it's like she's pivoting. Girl. Use that voice. She's pivoting. Yeah. <laughs> because cause the thing you is know, like Monique once. learn to pivot. Well, she a little. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> she be dancing hard in the video. She know about a pivot. Don't do that. Okay. But yeah, the thing is like after you win, you probably have what? Maybe one or two movies already in the pipeline. They're probably right. going to flop. And then you're kind of given like an understood break. Like, oh, you just came off the circuit. Let's Mm -hmm. give you a break on the rolls. You know, you might take a year off, but when you come back, yeah, your price that you command usually is higher. Sure. The booking fee is more. Yeah. But allegedly Jennifer Lopez Mm -hmm. said that she, because she's having having a lot of Oscar buzz around this Hustlers movie. Uh, Okay. But she said she didn't get paid for it. She did it for free. Did what for free? The movie. No man. <laughs> I always need to get paid. Right. And she I'm probably like, didn't get paid on. what she would normally get paid. Because it seemed to me they shot that in like a weekend. I, I do think they shot it like within two weeks. Yeah. It was shot rather quickly. Mm-hmm. Because I remember when like Cardi B was brought into it rather late after oh. Jennifer was already on the project. Okay, okay. And they like wrote this role for her. And uh-huh. it's quite clear. We see the movie that they wrote mm-hmm. it for her. I didn't see it. Um, so I know they shot the movie very quickly and uh-huh. then it went into editing. Like the whole thing, I think, from like, you know, pre-production to mm-hmm. post was like eight months. <laughs> like the whole, like the movie was like started in 2019 and came out it in like August. Like, yeah. So they did it rather wow. quickly for a film. Okay. But allegedly she said she did it for free. I highly doubt that. But, you know, she wants that Oscar. She ain't gonna get it. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Not for that. I feel like Selena was her chance, was her moment. Well, and... speaking of Selena, <laughs> I am excited for Netflix. I love Selena. Uh-huh. 
I'm more on my floor than bitty bitty bum bum. How about you? I like como me duele. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I put hot sauce on my pizza. Ooh. It is a whole thing. Okay. But when I Not saw... Not the chili flakes? I do put the chili flakes oh, okay. too. But it's just something about the hot sauce. It's very Selena-esque. Okay. But it's just... I just love J-Lo in that movie. That was her acting peak. Yeah. Which is sad because that was her first <laughs> so early. Film. Yeah. Like, goddamn. <laughs> it's like all Breakout downhill star. from here. Yeah. But... I'm excited that Netflix is coming out with a series. And I saw that they had like the little trailer. The trailer for was it. cute. And I was like, hold on, is this Jennifer Lopez? Because I was, it looked like shots from uh-huh. the movie. Yeah, it did, yeah, yeah. Like the costuming mm-hmm. was the same. It looks like they went and got the same the mother same, yeah. with the same wig. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this looks just like the movie. But I feel like they kind of used certain shots, like they dupl- um, replicated, if you yeah, will, shots yeah. from the film. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited to watch it, and I'm going to get my whole entire life. But it's questions. like part one. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Season yeah. one? Because it is a series. It's not a movie. It's not a movie. How many? So how many parts are they going to have? That's my question. Because we already know how it ends. I mean, we know how it ends. So but no I cliffhangers like, there. But I feel like we can get more insight into like her adolescence, her relationship with her siblings. I want to know more about her lesbian sister, the drummer. I want to know more about her relationship with... Um, you I don't know, think I need all that. How I do, I want all that. But then they're just going to draw it and draw it and draw it out. I'm just like, mm. I love Selena. I do. But I don't like her that much. Okay, Come but I on. do. Huh? Okay. Like, I really, really do. It's crazy. I don't mm-hmm. know why. But then it also, that seems a bit opportunistic because for the people who do love her, it's like, why draw it out? Mm-hmm. It's like, Orange is the New Black. She was only in that prison for like 18 months, if that. Right. But they got, what, like five, six seasons out of that? Six seasons. Yeah. Like, girl, how much creative license are they going to take? As much as the, the crown. At, at least the crown is, like, very well documented. Like, they could be making that shit up. Like, we don't know. Selena been dead for, what, like 20 22 years. years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how many people were around then that can relay that story? Mm. I mean, they got them ice roundups and everything. Oh, stop. <laughs> I cannot believe you, my God. What? Oh. what? Selena is beloved for an analogy purposes. Mm-hmm. Like, Aaliyah was, like, our Selena. Our... The black community, oh, okay. Selena, okay. if you will. Mm-hmm. Like, young, beautiful, talented, tragic, untimely death. Mm, okay. You okay. know, I remember when Aaliyah died, my mom had came into my bedroom and mm-hmm. woke me up in the middle of the night. Oh, wow. Because we had a family friend who was in the music industry mm-hmm. and, like, had called and told my mom. And I was upset because that album... Like my everything, mm. like that's when I used to be like on aim, like you and your girlfriend, <laughs> and like you know, like that's when my space at the top eight. Oh wow! And for some, somehow I knew that Aaliyah was like allegedly like shooting her video in the Bahamas, oh, okay. and I knew that she was flying back to the VMAs because that's know, when I used to watch the uh-huh. VMAs religiously because uh-huh. I was like twelve. Uh-huh. There was one thing that was on. I forget what show what it was called, but it was like they would follow them here or there, and um, making the video. It wasn't, I don't think it was making the video. It was like something like behind the scenes, something, but it wasn't like making the video. Okay. And like she and her brother, her brother's cute, was always like flying here and there and like uh, everywhere. And I remember saying, Was he a dancer? No. Uh. Rashad, I don't know what Rashad did. Um, but I remember saying to one of my um, friends from college, like, she travels too much. Like, that isn't good that she's always flying somewhere. And then, like, a week later, she died. Right. In that plane crash. All right. Well, let's get to a happier topic. <laughs> yeah. So, speaking of happier news, your boy, Colin Kaepernick. He's not my boy. Um, I like what he stood for, but I wouldn't qualify him as my for. boy. I mean, but I can respect what he did in Dumb. the movement. I guess. So, Colin Kaepernick, um, he's been out of work for, what, like, three years? Uh-huh. Um, he's, he was the quarterback for the... San Francisco 49ers. He, you know, had his whole kneeling moment. And he essentially got blackballed like right. on the, from the NFL. So, yeah, so he's been out of work for, like, a number of years. and I think his unemployment done run out. <laughs> Nessa done spent it all the way up. <laughs> she got to keep her um, Verizon on so she can tweet Nessa girl. all day. It was announced recently that Colin... Um, was gonna have a workout with the NFL. What does that even mean? It means like is that what do the, they do the combines? It's and basically stuff? yeah, like the, um, 
they had to do all those exercises yeah, to basically. like auction them all. No, no that's not bad. Not, but you know, but what essentially that's what it is. Right, yeah. right. Like let's they just, like want to see how like his prowess, they want like how his he can, can he still throw? Can uh, he still run? Can he still perform in a certain? It's called level? a combine, right? That's when they have like the big one. But yeah, how did I know that? I'm I'm impressed. Thank you. It's thank rough you. trade over here. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sounding like rough trade this week too. That's what Tim's. <laughs> yeah, you know it's it's winter it's winter up here and shit. Uh, I got Tim's and shit. You know, the voice doesn't change <laughs> from hot girl summer to trade nigga fool. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember seeing on social media that he said he was going to have a an NFL workout on this past weekend Mm -hmm. and that's a big thing because you know he had been shouting for so long that the nfl was blackballing him he got a payout of like maybe 15 million a settlement or a payout a payout okay um basically to like shut him up Uh and like girl you got paid go away um and then you know that whole thing with jay-z taking a partnership with the NFL. We talked about it a few episodes ago. Right. And initially he was, um, Jay-Z was going to just Beyonce be doing, Sussman. yeah, just be doing the <laughs> halftime show, like uh-huh. picking the the acts or whatever. He was supposed to be focused on arts and activism. <laughs> well, okay. Whatever that means. And he caught a lot of backlash because right. people were saying he sold out. Like, the NFL was doing cap dirty. I think it was a smart business decision. It's a yeah, he's a businessman. Yeah. And I think that's all it was. Like, y'all got that check. I don't care what else. He's trying to make sure his children's on the next Kylie's. <laughs> Speaking of Kylie just sold her um a majority stake in Kylie Cosmetics. I saw to... I, the company's worth like over a billion dollars, right? Yeah. yeah. So she sold six hundred million of it. Mm-hmm. So that's like it's half a, of a billion dollars, right? Well, she sold fifty-one percent. Okay. So the company, I believe, had a valuation of like one point three or one point six billion. Well, six hundred million is like fifty-one percent. And so, yeah. So she um, basically wants Cody, which is the the company, to take over like kind of more of the administrative stuff. Like they own, but, yeah. I think they own L'Oreal, mm-hmm. OPI, which is like the nail the nails, polish. Uh-huh. They do a lot of fragrance stuff. Um, so, and I think, she, um, Kylie's about to branch out into fragrances too, but, right. you, well, know, you know, her sister just came out with the, the, the diamonds, the diamonds yeah, 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 and then, um, so yeah, like, she just wants the bigger, um, company to take over all the, the management stuff. overhead of handling yeah, that, she's yeah. at that, she's at that level but, now. Yeah, but she had owned Kylie Cosmetics since the very beginning, right. and like, doing all the creative stuff, doing all the marketing, doing, like, you know, getting everything set, not doing it herself, but, you know, like managing all of Her that. Team. And she wants, you know, that bigger company to take that over. She right. can kind of create, you know, concentrate on creating the other stuff because she dropped her um, Christmas collection and it was really cute. Her makeup Christmas collection? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> okay. You were this boy. <laughs> but anyway, back to Colin. So initially they were going to have the workout. In a closed facility. Okay. They invited all the NFL teams so he couldn't, you know, say they was biased or whatever. And do they have to wear like shirts identifying the team that they're currently contracted to? Who? The players. No, he just got on a black shirt. Okay, sorry. Yeah. You know, only sports I watch is the Olympics. (laughs) (laughs) No, it wasn't that serious. So they were supposed to have it in like a closed facility. Colin said he wanted the whole um, experience to be transparent. So he moved it to another facility. He was holding uh, like press conferences and stuff, and they basically had it at like a high school um, football field uh-huh. and invited like all the press there. And so I don't know how I feel about this because on the one hand, they were trying to give you opportunity to probably re-enter the field. And I think if it went well, they probably would have, you know, like he would have gotten on somewhere. But I feel like he turned it into, like, trying to have a moment. Right. And I, girl, you was invited to practice. <laughs> basically. Like, this is not even a scrimmage. Right. <laughs> like, you are literally the only one out there throwing them balls. Right. They, like, they hired some people to go catch him. Is he in shape? I mean, he... But, like, I'm saying, but these are, like, world-class athletes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's different than, like, you and I going down to, you know, the, uh, the uh, club, you know... Mm-hmm. Retro fitness or whatever. What's it called? The, um, 
the berries, the berries boot camp or whatever. Oh, they just open and, and, and keeping the body right. And yeah, toy. yeah, it's different. Like they, they have to, like that is his job. Well, he ain't been doing much else, <laughs> so he. I'm hoping he was in the gym. He said he, you know, he was ready. Right. And he been waiting three years for this. So I mean, I don't think he's gonna get a job out of it. It's gonna be like this impeachment, like. Trump ain't going nowhere, and Colin's still going to be unemployed. Yeah. So, again, he needs to pivot, a la Monique, mm-hmm. and figure out something new. Yeah, like, girl, get you a job on ESPN. You got a lot to say. Right. Uh. <laughs> right. Actually, that's a good move. But you know what? Is Does he speak well? I don't think so. Because I've never actually heard and him speak. And you know, they, he still was rocking that that afro he looked like the lion from madagascar yeah like you know and no team no shade but like straight backs is done (laughs) straight back cornrows them prison cornrows but yeah like he like i feel like he should be pivoting his career to be more like a michael strahan however he has done he has put himself in a at a point of controversy right whereas strahan is palatable to you know left and right the coasts and middle america Mm -hmm. you know maybe it's the gap I don't get it. I don't like the guy. Me either. But he's palatable, but he's not, he's a non-controversial person. Mm-hmm. So like, I can see how Colin can't do that. But I think he still needs to kind of like think about pivoting and recreating and reinventing himself. Yeah, he does. If this um, practice thing does not work out Yeah, for it's him. not going to. I, I'm not optimistic either. I mean, yeah. I don't know much about the NFL politics. Mm-hmm. Well, let's move into the next segment of our show. It's time for... I said, said what I said. said. So my tens this week, I must first give this caveat that i think that this um award or notoriety or uh-huh. whatever you would, what do you even call this it's an accolade I an accolade yeah. yeah is outdated it should be let go it's tired but i don't think so it's just it's it's a ploy to sell magazines but people magazine named john legend the world's sexiest <laughs> man. No man. <laughs> no man. Now, I think that in years past, like when Idris Elba got sexiest man again. Last year. Was it last year? I, uh-huh. thought, it was, I thought it was Blake Sheldon last year. No, that was probably the year before. Okay. Because yeah. that one I was truly confused yeah. about. <laughs> but you know what? They had to sell those magazines to yeah. middle America. Mm-hmm. The voice. But, so, oh, it's been two black men two years back, back to back. back. Oh, wow. Yeah, black man this year, uh, last year. Wow. Yeah, but you know what? My year. one girlfriend, she loves her some Idris. I just don't see it for him. Like, he just don't do it for me. I don't think he's sexy, like, at all. Ooh, K. Michelle's going to tear your face off. Well, child, she can tear her booty off first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Worry about that. Worry about those problems, K. No, Michelle. But I just don't think, he don't, he don't do it for me. Idris I feel like you, you, didn't you can go that. to any city and find anybody that looks like Idris. I don't think so. I he's think not, it's he's a combination. Not a chestnut. It's like he has the accent. He gives you like older, sophisticated, like his skin zaddy. is haggard. That's fine. You seen him with that shirt off? Now let's talk. I feel like he's the white version of that other man. He's black. I'm, I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> he's the black version of that white man. <laughs> um, Daniel Craig. Not Daniel Craig, oh. no, because I, I don't feature Daniel Craig. I don't think he's sexy well, at all either. Okay. He got a body. Um, he played in Gladiators. <laughs> Russell Crowe. Russell Crow? He's black Russell Crowe. No, and Russell Crowe don't do it for Crow me either. face is a mess. So he just, oh, a haggard. No. He needs, like, some hyaluronic acid. He needs, like, I a microdermabrasion. You but cannot I, apply your gay standards <laughs> to Idris Elba. Apply them to John Legend, where ooh, they are more ooh, applicable. Okay. Well... John Legend, if he if he was sexiest man solely for that ass, <laughs> it's deserving. Because John Legend got a fat T, okay? Apple bottom. You probably get pegged. Ooh. Well, but Chrissy, I don't doubt it. <laughs> She's very aggressive. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, okay. John Legend got a fatty. Like, his ass is bonkers. It's just goddamn, goddamn. He's eating right. He's squatting on that's, something. That's beyond squats. <laughs> but again, I support People Magazine because I also think that they're broadening. Like, you know, when Lupita Leongo won, you know, Most Beautiful Woman, like that was like groundbreaking because she was like, you know, the first like dark, dark skin yeah. woman, like a lack of whack dark. Mm-hmm. Well, she's not even a lack of whack no, dark. she's not that dark. But um, like to be featured and she's gorgeous. She's stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, But I feel like 
with John, I feel like they're trying to shift, but I think that there are other qualities about John Legend that make him sexy. Like the fact that he is a doting husband, the fact that he no. is a family man, the fact that mm -hmm. he is reliable, the fact that no. you don't have to worry about him cheating and running these streets. Well, like all those things are also very sexy attributes. He might not have sexy characteristics. I cannot name but he is a person. Sexy, physical, uh, not, not physical, but personality attributes. And I, I appreciate that. People Magazine is attempting to broaden the definition of what we consider to be sexy outside of the physical. I cannot name you a single person who wants to have sex with that woman. <laughs> Stop. Because John Legend. I do. There is not a person alive who is like, mm. I, I, want to, I want to have sex with John Legend while, he, while we play his music. From maybe the again. first CD. No, no, the second album was mm, my favorite. I guess. Let's go to the park. Are you having sex to that? <laughs> Maxine. <laughs> People magazine was like tweeting and like teasing stuff all like the day before. Uh -huh. They had all these things like it's it just Elva's last day as sexiest man alive. Who is it gonna be tomorrow? Stay tuned. When they announced it was John Legend, I was like, what? <laughs> 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 In the world, of all the people in the world, all the men. John Legend is sexy in his to own who? way. To whom? He's not, but again, it's not the traditional definition of what sexy is. Like, for example, I think I was like watching Wendy Williams and she was like, oh, I think Jason Momoa is sexy. Okay, that's clearly. Sexy. Yeah. Like, okay, like that's like sexy to everybody, everybody across the board. But we're talking about like, redefining what sexy is. And I, think I don't need people that. Was trying to do. I think it was more subversive. Mm -mm. I'm tired so of that. So who would you name the sexiest man alive? Aside from myself. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody but John Legend. Like, he does not give me sexy in the slightest. He's like, never mind, I'm not going to say that. But I just don't get it. Like, Chrissy stays on People Magazine. She's always doing some kind of feature. She says something off color so she can get a little exclusive in People Magazine. She stay on the so I think, yeah, so I think that that has something to do with sure. it. It's all about your publicist. It's all about, people. yeah, the people and the politics and like all that going on behind the scenes. But I do not find John Legend sexy. Right. But I'm thinking about also who's like in the mainstream. He's like 5'4". Like, but he has a wide and a broad I think that his reach in terms so. of magazine sales is more than Idris Elba. People really uh, no man take Idris Elba shirt off the magazine selling. So Becky, take John so Legends Becky off. You got the man boo swinging around. No <laughs> man, I'm good. They again. I don't think that that pose they had him lifting up out the pool was the best. With that shirt oh, open. With that shirt open. <laughs> I was like, girl. No, ma'am. Put that Again, chain they, away. He should have been, you know, doing like a Sports Illustrated type Body shoot, issues. You know, back to the camera looking over, yeah. his, looking over his shoulder. <laughs> you know, that right. would have sold issues, at least to the gay to demographic. Because yeah. <laughs> again, the ass is fat. If you don't believe me, just Google John Legend ass. And Chrissy be posting it. <laughs> she do be. Yeah. The, the full naked neck. She be doing a lot to that button. Ooh, stop. Never mind. <laughs> well, what is your, I said I said I said what I said this week. My I said what I said for this week is because I just saw a commercial for it. Because I watch a lot of Food Network. Okay. And we also we switch from Comcast to Verizon uh -huh. FiOS, and we get the Cooking Channel now. Oh, lovely! And I am so excited because they have. Completely different shows uh -huh. than the Food Network. Nice. Some of them are like a little bit overlap, but they have like a lot of British shows and a lot of Canadian um, like cooking shows. Do you have the Great British Bake Off, or is that only? On? I like that on Netflix. I watch it on Netflix. It's relaxing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Their desserts are not appetizing. They're not. But it's always like some kind of a tart with fruit, yeah, and stones, or like, <laughs> um, what's it called? Fruitcake. They, yeah, love fruit, fruit they love fruitcake. Yeah. Or pudding, as they call it. Hmm. So anyway, there's this commercial, and it was for Country Crock Plant Butter. I saw this So you commercial. know, like these um, plant-based lifestyles taking off. You have the Impossible Burger, Beyond Meat. You have, you know, this whole range of products that's coming out based, uh -huh. um, targeted at a plant-based lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And so... When I saw this plant-based butter commercial, I was like, what the fuck is plant-based butter? Right. Like Butter made from plants. From plants. Um, what honey. Plants specifically? So they have an avocado-based one, they have an mm -hmm. olive oil one, and then they mm -hmm. have an almond, butter, almond oil one. Okay. And so I was like, country crop. 
Yo. Wait, is this the same brand that used to have that guy with the body and the hair? No, that's um you're thinking what's his Fabio. name? Fabio. Yeah. And I believe that was that was I country can't believe country butter. Was, oh yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah. sorry. What is plant based butter? That's also called margarine. This whole like plant based lifestyle and like all these vegan products and all this stuff. They're trying to use the word plant-based instead of vegan because vegan has a negative connotation. Does it? Because PETA is so aggressive that oh. people associate vegan with like, you know, you Extremes. can't wear leather and you can't wear this and you can't wear that. And like throwing blood, you know, like fake blood on people who wear fur and like stuff like that. So they, they use the term. Murder. <laughs> Murder. <laughs> Pro sex in the city. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, so that is the connotation of pe- of like vegans and stuff. So they use plant based to like soften it a little bit. But I'm a little tired of this. Like as a vegetarian, as a vegetarian, that's the thing. Like I am a vegetarian. My brothers are vegetarian. Is he? Which one? Both of them. <gasps> really? Yes. I'm so, I'm, I am a meat eater. Well, we know what you do with a sausage. Oh, <laughs> you know, they have the Impossible Burger. They have all this stuff coming out. And it's just like, one, that stuff is not healthy. It's not. Because it's full of chemicals. It's processed. And, you know, it, as a vegetarian, as a vegan, there's just certain things you know you have to give up. Mm-hmm. Like like me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to eat these cauliflower buffalo wings. Bitch, that is called cauliflower and buffalo sauce yeah stop. <laughs> like stop know your limit and just just give it up but country croc that was a reach y'all shit is nasty anyway and i said what i said but i also watch these little um netflixies documentaries called explained okay and they're like little 20 to 25 minute documentaries like shorts, about yeah. like various obscure topics okay and they release every friday okay and this past weekend i watched the one on um you know, off, uh, alternative meats. Ew. And it was talking about Beyond Burger and Impossible yeah. Burger and the butters mm-hmm. and all that shit and how it's changing. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy. It is really interesting. Yeah. Though. So we have this um, couple we would go on like double dates with and uh-huh. stuff. And so they have um, a kid, but they are vegan and gluten free. So anytime, anytime we go out with them, it's like such a hassle. Because it's like, just cook. Basically. Well, never mind. But whenever we go out to a restaurant, it's such a hassle with them because they're like, oh, is that vegan? Like, what's in that? And, oh, well, is that gluten-free too? And then one time we went to this restaurant and they wanted to get um, something that was fried. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, well, we're vegan. We're gluten-free. So you need to drain, like, the, um, the fryer. And put new oil in it so there's no contamination. Oh, bitch, bye. So the, the rest Muslims of- don't even do that <laughs> down at the halal. Club. Right. They Girl. use that same spatula. Uh. And so he was like, so they did, the restaurant did it. Wow. And then they, like, the, the waitress kept coming over and she's like, the oil's still he- like heating up. And, you know, just to let you know, it's going to take about <laughs> X amount of more minutes. I mean, if they did it, good for them. But I think they, I don't. Think but they, also, like, that's a process to train is, that. It is. Yeah. It is expensive. Yeah. Like I would have upcharged them for all that oil and everything. And then they didn't even order anything that was fried. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I remember you telling the story a while yeah. ago. Yeah. But I do. Um. When I watch the documentary, my whole thing is is like, if you are vegan, it depends on why you're vegan. If or if you're doing it for a health conscious perspective, right. or if you're doing it for a animal, you know, right. cruelty perspective, yeah. or both. Um, but I feel like you kind of swing more one than the other. <laughs> and in watching the documentary, they uh-huh. were like, oh, well, you can have the Beyond Burger, but it has three times the amount of sodium, mm-hmm. twice the cholesterol, right. and like all these other healthy, unhealthy, yeah. unhealthier things. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, you know, in the long term, with the world population going to be, you know, 10 billion mm-hmm. in like the next 10 years or five years, actually, they're like, we can't sustain meat eating at this rate, so we're going to need, you know, synthetic or alternative meats, mm-hmm. you know, because it's just the amount of animals and carbon and all the science and the behind water. it in yeah. the water, because mm-hmm. it costs too much to feed these animals right. to get such little back. Yeah, and it's easy to do it with plant-based alternatives. Mm-hmm. However, they're just like, 
has way more health implications. So I just thought that yeah. that was... It goes back to my argument a long time ago about those, you know, vegan people wearing faux fur made of right. plastic. It's right. like it's ruining the yeah. earth. Just, yeah. you know, wear the animals, bitch. Yeah, it's like when <laughs> Courtney and Kim got into this argument about the birthday parties. So they were going to have a Candyland-themed oh, I saw birthday that. party for the kids. And, <laughs> and Courtney was having an issue because she was like, that candy is gross, it's full of chemicals and blah, blah, blah. And having a real like uh-huh. issue, and Kim was like, bitch. "Well, bitch, why are your seats leather <laughs> in right. your car? Why do you have on plastic glasses?" Because uh, Cordy kept saying, "It's against my brand, and I'm all about you know being all natural and vegan and bitch, blah blah." blah. And Kim was like, "No, man, save it." Yeah, I'm glad for Kim for that. And all so right. mm-hmm. it was like this one time we went out with this couple, right? Uh-huh. And they were like I said, you know, they're vegan, gluten free. And I made a joke. They didn't catch the joke, or they were offended by the joke, rather, because they kept saying that even the baby's vegan. And I was like, (laughs) your baby's not vegan. And she was like, yes, yes, my baby is. I was like, but you're breastfeeding, right? And she's like, yes, I'm breastfeeding. I was like, you're an animal, right? He drinking the animal milk. And she got so offended. (laughs) But where's the lie? All right. And I said what I said. Well, let's hop on over to tens, tens, tens across the board. So my tens this week, it was going to go to the Motorola Razor, which is coming back soon. And <laughs> what? Just finished. Do you remember this phone? I do. Oh, my God. That phone was so big. But my favorite part of this phone was when people would be like arguing on the phone and then you slap it down <laughs> like hang up on somebody real quick. Oh my gosh. I actually remember my mom had a Motorola Razor. Uh-huh. And I remember I wanted one because it was like the hot It was the hot thing, yeah. But I, I had that Nokia. <laughs> so I was playing a snake one. That's, I love that game. Mm-hmm. That was a fun game. But it's coming back in 2020. It's going to be like $1,500. What? Yes. Oh. It's going to be foldable like the original Razer, but it's going to have the touch screen like um, the smartphones I saw a Samsung that folds like in half on like the long way of the phone. Yeah, but they break. They're not. I'm like, like, how does that sustainable? It's not. Yeah. But so since that's not going to work. Is their screen going to fold too? Yeah, it's going to fold. I feel like it's going to break. It it will. Yeah. I don't. I don't think anyone has a desire for a flip phone no more. Unless think, you want to hang up on somebody <laughs> mad. Right. <laughs> I think for the nostalgia of that, it's going to sell oh a God. few units. I don't think it's going to be like an iPhone killer or anything. Okay. Yeah. Huh. But so my real tens this week is going to NBA champion Bill Russell. So he finally accepted his Hall of Fame ring. After 44 years uh-huh. of being inducted, he's a, an 11-time NBA champion, five-time MVP. He's an Olympic gold medalist, a two-time NAA, oh, not NAACP, NCAA champion. Got your ends mixed up. Yes. <laughs> he was honored by a number of people, including Kobe Bryant. Uh, recently, he's 85 years old, played for the Boston Celtics for... A number of years and he did not attend his 1975 hall of fame induction ceremony because he said he felt that there are others who should have that honor before he does so he mentioned um chuck cooper who was the first african-american player drafted into the nba he um just had this amazing outstanding career but you know it's like a humble thing to say that hey you know there's other people who are better than me and y'all should honor them first however Bill looked at that time clock and he was like, I am 85 years old. I better get this ring today before I can't no more. Okay. So 10s for Bill Russell. 10s, Mr. Russell. Because he got a lot of patience. I could not wait that long. Yeah, I would want my my accolades. Yeah. Get your flowers. Yes, yes. While you're here. While you're here. (laughs) My 10s this week goes to an amazing fast food company that I have too much um, chagrin. Is that the right word? No. No. Mm-mm. But I eat Chick-fil-A. I actually had Chick-fil-A on my way to the studio tonight. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, but Chick-fil-A has announced that in 2020, they will stop donating to anti-LGBT organizations. Mm. Now, as you may all know, uh, the owners of Chick-fil-A are Christian. 
Thus, they are closed on Sunday and they do donate to Christian organizations that have some anti-LGBT um, theology, mm-hmm. such as, you know, the Salvation Army mm-hmm. or the Fellowship for Christian Athletes. FCA. Um, and, you know, both of these organizations, for example, have denounced heter- um, not heterosexual, <laughs> which <laughs> they might as well with the way wow. these heterosexuals getting divorced. But they have denounced homosexual um, mm-hmm. marriage or same-sex marriage. They say you should be celibate. Yeah, they are against um, same-sex adoption and other things like that. And I know that um, there's been a checkered history of Chick-fil-A donating to organizations which support gay conversion therapy. However, this company has taken the stance saying that beginning in next year, they will no longer be donating to these organizations. And I think that that's great because now I can continue to eat my chicken in peace and without the pushback because at the end of the day, they have a really good product and I enjoy the product and I enjoy the service better than the pot pies. However, what I do think Chick-fil-A should do... Open on Sunday. No, no, no. I think if they really want to redeem themselves, because to me, this isn't redemption. What they need to do now is for however many years they've been donating to these organizations, they need to figure out either the total sum of money that they've Mm -hmm. donated to these organizations, and they need to make a concerted effort to now donate to LGBT plus positive organizations to tackle issues. Actually, now you need to invest in us in order to redeem yourself, because this is not redemption. But they won't. Chick-fil-A. They, but I still give you tens for doing yeah. something because now I can eat my chicken in peace. <laughs> no, ma'am. I think Chick Fil A is shook because Popeyes is coming for that sandwich. And but is, is Popeyes making donations? Y'all know black people don't be donating to uh, charitable <laughs> organizations like that. Where is Popeyes donations? They need to donate a new wig to that lady on the commercial. <laughs> Child, is they even donating to their uh, employees? Not the way they be fighting in them. <laughs> you seen them videos? Oh Popeyes my god. Now. Well, I'm just saying. Uh, so again, my tens goes to Chick Fil A. They need to open on good, Sunday. but you can still do better. They need. I feel like the next thing they need to do is change the name. Because why do they call it Polynesian sauce? That's a little insensitive. Right. Moana gonna come for y'all next. Oops, but <laughs> <laughs> my bad. I was all in your tits. <laughs> it's okay. Tens Chick Fil A. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us here. We will see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Category Is. Be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all things social media at Category Is Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can contact us at CategoryIsPod at gmail.com. Check us out on the web at CategoryIsPod.com.